Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on This Needs to be Said. Actually, it's more of This Needs to be Read on This Needs to be Said. Today, our guest is going to be author of the book, Summer at the Cape. So if you've been looking for something to pick up for leisure reading, I think this is this is the key. I, I read a lot of business books, necessary books, how-to books, but whenever I see an opportunity to curl up, like this is a curl-up book. You curl up with this book. You stay up late with this book. Um, our author today is Rayanne Thane. Welcome to This Needs to be Said. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to talk to you. Fantastic to be here with you as well because you're you're doing one of my favorite things, sharing about a book and your <laughs> book. <laughs> I'm a sucker for love. So your book is about um, romance, but also loss and grief, which I always wonder how authors do that. Like we're, you know, we're all in love, but there's always an element that real life can take from fiction. Can you tell me about how that even happens? Um, sure. I actually have two romances in this book intertwined. It's about two sisters who are struggling to deal with the loss of a third sister. And while there are certainly sad moments in the book, um, it's really, there are funny moments, there are sweet moments, heartwarming moments. I would say overall, it's a heartwarming read that will leave Ooh. readers feeling good at the end of it. Absolutely feeling good. And, you know, it is, it can be a hard juggling act, but, you know, I try to write characters that are real, that are going through things that we all are going through. All of us have dealt with grief or will deal with grief and sorrow and loss and sadness. And sometimes those losses just feel completely overwhelming and we don't know sort of how to go on. And I try to write stories about people that have figured out how to go on. You know, it takes them usually throughout the course of the book to get there, but you know, I hope by that it gives readers who are maybe struggling with something uh, a little bit of hope that things will get better in their world, whatever they're dealing with, you know. And uh-huh. my books at the end, I would say, are, are uplifting. That's uh, They've been described as comfort reads, and that's exactly what I want to provide my readers. I want them to go away just feeling good about the world and feeling like, you know, there are good people out there who care about each other, and, you know, they can make a difference in their world by, by reaching out to others who, who might be in need as well. Now, in this book, thank you, thank you, and I'm, audience, you listen to her, and you, she's going to tell you to go pick up a copy of her book. I'm excited about this because I'm thinking we have a little bit of time, and I want to I want to get everything in right now. I noticed with this book that you use the cape itself as one of the characters in the book. Is that normal for authors to use I, the location? I think authors like to travel too, most of them, and they do it through their their words you know I wrote this book during during lockdown you know I wrote a several like four books during lockdown and this was one of the ones that really provided me a great escape I love the beach I live in northern Utah so I don't get to the beach very often but it is my happy place when I'm there and so I love writing descriptions I love looking up pictures and 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 you know building settings in my head so that I can take my readers there and and sort of give them a little vacation from what they're dealing with in real life and, and who doesn't want to you know, hang out at a beautiful beach town with with nice yes. people. <laughs> yes. You know what, even though it's not true for every place in the world, but I always imagine whatever setting, whether it's New York, uh, California, like whatever, a big city, somehow they, they find a little space somewhere to make it seem like there's this small town feel in the big city. That's oh, what my yeah. head imagines <laughs> when I'm reading. I, I um, absolutely 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, so I, I do enjoy. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I do. I, I'm like everything that they're doing because when when you're when I'm reading, I I feel like I'm I'm zoning like I am going where you're taking me, and it's like how does that happen? How, that's like that magic. Like how do you you get me to go where you're going? And I believe that nothing in nothing is in this world but the 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 thing that you've provided for me. This small, lovely beach. It's big, but it's small and lovely. That that's. <laughs> My mind makes it always always cozy. Go ahead, come on. I think people are really drawn to to small communities, and I think that you can find those in big cities. I I typically write about small towns because I live in a fairly small town, but I know friends who write about big cities, and they are able to get that same feeling just because Mm -hmm. we're all all tribal. We want our community. You know, we want the people around us. That, that we care about. And so you can find that wherever you are. You can, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're in New York, it doesn't matter whether you're in, you know, Dallas, it doesn't matter. You can find that community. And as, as to how I create the communities that I write about, you know, it really, I try not to go too descriptive because I want the, the reader to sort of create that in her own head or his own head. I want them to sort of be able to imagine what they want to see but I do there are a few things I do try to do I try to bring in you know sensory things scent and you know that's such a powerful emotional emotional you know sense uh, you know the the how, the smell of things and the, the uh-huh. sound of things and you know if yeah. you put a few little things like that into your book it adds texture and really makes the setting come alive to your reader and makes them feel immersed in the story which of the characters from the book did you find the most challenging to write? You know, there were several that I found challenging. I, I loved um, the, the character of Franklin. So he is uh, in the, the setting up of the story is that one of the um, sisters is an attorney and there's a sister who dies and she has this dream of, of opening a lamp ground on this Northern California beach. But the, um, property owner is sort of on the verge of dementia and his and his son is concerned that the, the sister took advantage of his father um, mm-hmm. in order to get this lease agreement and it's not really a formalized lease agreement either and so so he's threatening to kick off the glam ground and so the one sister who's an attorney Tammy has to come back to town and so that relationship between John who is the son and Franklin was such a tender relationship to me you know my my father-in-law had Alzheimer's and so it brought up a lot of those those memories of you know seeing my husband take care of him and and the sweetness mm-hmm. and tenderness that was involved with that and so um that is kind of a sad element but there's also sweetness in that as well to show john and his father had a difficult relationship and his father was a was a difficult man and so to see their new relationship in this new dynamic was really tender and sweet to me as i wrote that Oh, heartwarming for sure. We're about to wrap our time up. Thank you so much, Rayanne, for being a part of This Needs to Be Read. Thank you for writing Summer at the Cape for us to have some heartfelt comfort reading, something that really is for ourselves. I'm going to call this my self-care book. That's what I'm going to call it because this book is (laughs) for no one but me. I'm not studying and taking notes so I can tell someone else what I read and and you know you can do your report. I can take this, and it's a selfish pleasure for me. So thank you oh, thank for writing you. this. I, I am a bookworm. Like my husband is like, um, he he. It, compared to how much I read, he has probably never p- picked up a book. That's how much I read compared to him. 
He was like, that's not a movie for that? It might be, but I'm going to read the book first. Rayanne, tell us how to get a copy of your book. Uh, you can find it just about everywhere. It's online. It's at, it should be at Walmart. Um, but Barnes & Noble definitely has it. Uh, you can also find it. Um, my website is rayannethane.com. That's R-A-E-A-N-N-E-T-H-A-Y-N-E. Dot com and I have links there to different online vendors as well and and I really encourage people to hit their indie bookstores that's uh, they're really struggling in this time of you know change in the publishing industry so find yes. find an indie bookstore near you and support them. Fantastic, I hope to get to talk to you again. Have a wonderful tour. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for tuning in to This Needs to Be Said. I hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Send me your comments and show ideas through the website at tntbsmedia.com. I'd love to hear from you.